This episode is dedicated to the memory of Christopher Titchenell, better known as Dr. Quest in the chat. Dr. Quest was a faithful, loyal member of the Mixler Zoo crew. He passed away just yesterday at the time of this recording. He is going to be sorely missed. He leaves behind a wife, Alita, and a daughter, Anna, and they will miss him even more deeply than, than we will. Um, it's just a, it's unfathomable to think of just how much they're hurting right now. As the Goliverse often does, we rise up to help our own. And if you want to help with the cost of uh, funeral expenses and, and that sort of thing, you can do so by going to geekoutonline.com slash quest. That's geekoutonline.com slash quest. It'll take you straight to their YouCaring page where uh, they're crowdfunding um, funds to help offset their expenses here in their time of need. And we appreciate you helping them uh, any, way, any way that you can. Dr. Quest was a uh, loyal member, as we said, of the Mixler Zoo crew. And he was at one time a Patreon supporter. He's on the Goliverse Wall of Fame. And this was his entry, Christopher Titchenell. At a young age, Dr. Quest, as he is known, discovered not only a secret island filled with giant monsters, but also that he had the ability to command them. When Earth is threatened, Dr. Quest and his kaiju army are there to defend it. Dr. Quest loved Godzilla. He helped me get into Godzilla. He, um, in fact, he actually provided uh, help to, to try to get me addicted by sending me a few DVDs here and there back in the day when we were when I was on a Godzilla kick and um, it was so much fun to watch those and talk to him about it I've told the story often um, in the past day or two of the time that I actually met Dr. Quest down in Orlando I met Alita first at a comic book store and then Christopher joined us and I was with Riley and Bethany Blanton from the Star Wars report and Alita had to go she was she was pregnant at the time and I can't remember if she was going to work or just going home to rest but uh, we went to Christopher and Riley and Bethany and I went to go see X-Men um, Days of Future Past and Christopher we'd just been talking and hanging out and everything and then after the movie we were standing there talking and many people Riley will hate me bringing this up but many people will remember that used to when Riley would call in or, or join in to geek out loud or any of the shows on Skype his Skype connection was consistently not good and um and as we stood there just kind of talking about the movie or whatever, Christopher just got this look on his face and he looked at Riley and said, it's so weird hearing you while you're not breaking up on Skype. And I hit the ground laughing. It was a glorious moment. It was, I was like, there's the Mixler Zoo crew I know. There's there's the Doc Quest from the Mixler Zoo crew as I know him. And so we dedicate this episode to him and to his memory. Geekoutonline.com slash quest. If you can give anything to his wife to help offset the cost of the expenses they're going to be accruing over the next few days. I know that they'll greatly appreciate it and they'll know how much he will be missed by us, his friends in the Goliverse. Thank you.
On this episode of Geek Out Loud, we're doing something that I've wanted to do for quite some time now. We are going to watch the pilot episode of The Incredible Hulk. I think it's going to be fun. It's a Gulliver's experiment on your safe place to geek out. and welcome once again to Geek Out Loud, your safe place to geek out on the internet. My name is Steve Glosson. So glad to be along with you as uh, we're going to have a good time on this one. We're going to go back to a television show that is as important to me as just about anything else in my geekdom. And I'm talking about the old Incredible Hulk TV show starring Bill Bixby and Lou Ferrigno. Now this show was very meaningful to me as a kid. Used to love to watch it and Anytime in years following, anytime I would see it on randomly in syndication or something, especially like when the Sci-Fi Network came along and USA would show it sometimes, oh my Lanta, absolutely, absolutely loved this show. And um, now I will be the first to tell you, I don't know that it's going to hold up. I don't know that what we're about to do is going to hold up, and it, it's been a while since I've watched it, and I do remember making fun of it the last time we watched it. But um, this is uh, this is going to be fun. Before we get into all that, though, we want to remind you that uh, you can support the shows if you so choose by going to the links that you'll find at Amazon for, for Amazon.com and Entertainment Earth and Think Geek and others at uh, geekoutonline.com. If you use those links, it helps us out tremendously. You can buy tickets at Fandango through links there. You can, uh, if you're crafty, you can go to fabrics.com and they've got all kinds of crafty, fabricy, nitty stuff uh, that you can be a part of and, and use. So use those links, help us out, help the shows out if you will. That's a, that's an easy way to do it. Uh, those Amazon links especially have been huge and, and you've, you've helped out so much. We have a new sponsor uh, there that we'll talk about later on in this episode. But we also have the means for you to support the shows directly at patreon.com slash geekoutloud. And our feature supporter for this episode is Naomi Cook. Naomi gives new meaning to the term powerful woman. Literally, she possesses superhuman strength on the level of the Incredible Hulk without the green skin or ridiculously large muscles. That's Naomi Cook, our featured supporter and supporter and guardian of the Goliverse here on this episode of Geek Out Loud. So... We're going to do this thing. We're going to get into it. I'm watching the DVD version here. It's about an hour and 34 minutes long. And um, I'll be pulling the sound up and down intermittently as we go through. I should probably have turned on some type of subtitles so that I could see what was being said. And I did not do that. That was a mistake on my part. I wonder if I can go back here and uh, and see. Oh, there we are. Good. Great. All right, let's see if this will work. Languages. I'm sorry to do this. See, again, this is all... Um, oh, man, this is not good. So let's just stop, and then we'll start it back up. Languages, uh, uh, it might be where you go. This is the menu coming onto the DVD. Oh, such a great intro. Um, 
this is from the first season, the complete first season DVD set, and uh, it was good stuff. Captions, in English, in English, no English, English. All right, let's see if that'll that'll work. But we will uh, hold off. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. We'll find out what goes on as we uh, as we get into it. So I'm at zero. I'm now zeroed out on the pilot episode of The Incredible Hulk. You can set your DVDs, or I'm going to try to make this as entertaining as possible as we go through this uh, to talk about it. We're just going to jump right into it. I'm going to count down from three. So I'm going to go three, two, one, and then play. So you want to hit play when I say play. I'll try to use the three, two, one to give you a cadence so that we can all hit play at the same time. I don't know if it's going to matter, but we'll try it. Here we go. Three, two, one, play. All right, we're playing, and up comes the words Bill Bixby in... Bill Bixby is a is a celebrity that I honestly mourned his passing. Um, that's how much of a part of my childhood this show was and how much of a part of my life this show was. In fact, my fandom for The Incredible Hulk begins with this show. Um, I dug this show so incredibly much that when I did start collecting comics, Incredible Hulk was one of the comics that I had to get into. Within each of us, oft times there dwells a mighty and raging fury. I don't know who said that. I think maybe that's Kenneth Johnson, the creator of this. Uh, does, the quote is not attributed to anyone. They tried to get a little artsy with this show, and this is footage here that would be reused often during this first season of uh, Bruce and his wife walking along, talking, and uh, they have all these fun little shots of just how much they're in love, and you can see just the love in his eyes. She's thinking of the Sunday morning crossword puzzle there, apparently. This music is not good. Walking in the rain, and here comes David. He's David Bruce Banner in this. In the comics, he was Robert Bruce Banner. And uh, look, I mean, just all these fun things. And now, look, get in the net, get in the net, because you always splash a net when you do this. Little Charlie Chaplin action there. Some Three Stooges stuff. Oh, it's a kitten. Look at the kitten. Oh, yeah, you're going to get sick and die because of it. Oh no, the cat's dead, and I'm grabbing you by the arms to comfort you. Turn around. I got a terrible letter. It's the cat. The cat died. It's not an eclipse, but we're going to... Oh, oh, I'm stirring fast. I'm stirring fast. Br D Bill Bixby had some great looks about him when he would look the, would he'd look flustered or, or whatever the case may be. Laura Lewis something she says and look right there she was actually writing Laura it cut away where she's writing Laura Laura Lewis Davy she called him Davy and now they're reading in the newspaper kids newspapers are something we used to have before the internet they'd actually get delivered to your doorstep check out those bell bottoms and he just smacked her on the tail they obviously had to cut from that because well you know the 70s censors playing in the snow is dangerous oh I thought she was about to poke her eye out and now there he goes while she's putting on the make this is just a great look at this this is so touching and loving it's just this is going to end up i'm just going to spoiler alert this is going to end up like the first 10 minutes of up ladies and gentlemen oh that's them at prom are they at prom and now they're walking through that field of mustard flowers again just just loving life having a good time got them a blanket and a basket and there's an old 70s car run get in the car smile it's happy times. It's a happy day as we are in the car smiling together. And now the car takes off and ruins a camera. 
as it rolls right over it. Look how happy they are. They never had had a fight as they were um, together. Now, see, this is what you don't do, children. Oh, there goes, oh my gosh, there's the tire. Oh my lord, they're flipping over. This is horrible. This is horrible. Oh my gosh, the car has flipped over, and I don't mean to just narrate this thing, but gee whiz, and she is just flopping all over the place. Wear your seatbelts. Wear your seatbelts. David Banner was thrown from the car. He seems to be okay. No, he's hurt. There's blood on his collar. There's blood next to his eye. And now he's scared to death. Run, David. Run to the car. Yes, that's what you do here. This is all a flashback, by the way. Spoiler alert. As I said, first 10 minutes of Up. This is actually... And here's the thing. Uh, Kenneth Johnson, who directed this pilot and, um, and, and was the showrunner for the show, he didn't originally want to do it because he didn't want to do superhero movies. But when he got into the psyche of everything and realized he could make an adult TV show... Uh, something with more adult themes and that sort of thing, he really he really latched onto it. And so here's David Banner trying to flip this thing over. And, I mean, meanwhile, his wife's in there. The car's on fire. And, um, and he can't do anything. And he just screams. And it's over. <gasps> and there he is. He had a crying face that was kind of weird, too. Look at this. Just, he looks kind of like a Robert Downey Jr. a little bit there, that shot, doesn't he? He always seemed, from this show forward, always seemed kind of perpetually aged to me. He went through a lot while he was doing this show, but we don't want to talk about it. We want to talk about the uh, talk about the show itself. Here's that, let's see. We've got the piano music by Joe Harnell. It's not quite there to the old Lonely Man theme yet. But it sets us up. It's getting us ready for that iconic score. But you see, there's a depth of emotion going on here that is um, that that begins to play into every decision he makes from this point on. He becomes a man obsessed. I feel like he took that corner a little too fast, considering the dream he just had. I feel like he took that corner a little too fast, considering the dream he just had. The Culver Institute, ladies and gentlemen, this is where he will be doing his it. research. That's it. Oh, good grief. I carry this around for a while. I can give up my exercise classes. Uh, why don't you give them up anyway? I think you look terrific, Dr. Marks. Oh, now look, you can't get away with that in the in the 2017s. Come on. Well, the Mayo Clinic. Now See, she said when he said the Mayo Clinic, that's... He's a nerd. That's the whole point is he's just a nerd. And, uh, but hey, he did a good job talking to the lady. And so now she's, so we're getting introduced to this lady. I, I forget her name. They'll say it again momentarily. But she becomes the partner. Oh, a reporter called Jack McGee wants to interview them. Now, Jack McGee is going to come into play with this thing, too. The, the, uh, the National Inquisitor or whatever they call it is, a, is, is kind of supposed to be like the inquirer of back in the day. More of a tabloid than anything. And, and this guy's on. He He's the one. He becomes the foil for David Banner throughout the rest of the series. Now, look, ladies, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think she likes him. I think that she's into him, and he's just so distracted by the dream he had that he can't see it. But she knows, dreaming again, and he nods. 
Look, this is not great television. I'm just going to go ahead and say that right now, that so far, this has not been the greatest of television. And um, I will also say this, that, that Bill Bixby, though a great actor, as this show would go on, he would lean into some overacting. Bill Bixby would do some overacting here and there. Here he's not doing it so much, but you can tell he's sad. Um, that ring he's wearing, I just wonder later on, I wonder if they show that thing break off his hand when he grows into the Hulk. Keep an eye on the ring, ladies and gentlemen. Let's watch the ring and let's figure out, let's track the ring on his figure if we can. So, um, here, she's going to go get it. He's going to get a donut. Listen, you got to love a donut. Everyone loves a donut. Oh, he's bringing her a surprise. She just wants you to be a surprise. Look at her. Look at her face. You're her surprise, David Banner. Why can't you see it? Why can't you see it? All right, here we go. This is where we're going to get into some good stuff. When she starts talking about, he lift, I lifted up the car. So they're going to have a, they're going to have a talk with her because this is what he's looking into. He's looking into, the, in fact, the intro at later on, as you get off the pilot and you get into the actual episode, you find out, you know, that he's looking for a way to tap into the strengths that all humans have. And um, and that's what's going on here. But here, there's a sad, there's a really sad moment coming up that just breaks my heart every time. And it really, I don't know, it's probably the saddest moment of this entire television pilot. This is a tragic story that is just, it, it's heart-wrenching. The story of the Incredible Hulk himself is, is pretty heart-wrenching, and we should get into that as we, uh, as we go on. Now, as I wait for this uh, quote here, um, we will do a reading from the Topps Batman Series 2 um, cards. This is Gruesome Grimace, card number 262. This is from the Batman Top Series, Series 2. It says, The foul grin of the clown prince of crime is the key to his warped personality. Here, wearing flesh-toned facial makeup, he addresses Carl Grissom's skeptical game lords. Continued on card 263, Buildings of Gotham City. So, collect all 132 second series cards. That's the uh, Topps Batman Series 2 card there. So, um, oh, that's a fun... I learned this trick with the egg on, um, on Mr. Wizard. He had someone stand in his, in, his, in his kitchen and hold an egg and try to squeeze it. And I found out that an egg can take like 20, um, 25 pounds of pressure, I believe they decided, is how much the eggshell can take. So... And there he is. Now notice he's got one donut. Oh man. And they're going to split it four ways. What is that? Oh, don't give him half a donut. Oh. It breaks the heart. It breaks the heart that there's no donut. It break Oh my gosh, don't do it, David. Don't do it, David. Oh my. He shared his donut with her. Ladies, let me explain something to you. About me. If I ever share a donut with you, I'm in love with you, and you should probably marry me. Because if I will give you my donut, I will give you the world. That's my statement, and I'm standing by it. All right, so this lady's now in her interview mode, and this is just worth listening to. Car is, as usual, 
but but he, he did have his um his seatbelt on unlike david's wife traffic i was going about 50 i think i just glanced over at bj just before it happened the um the the tire had blown out it was the left front tire it tore the the the, the wheel so hard that it just came right out of my hands and the um Cars swerved across across the road there, and they said the front wheel started to dirt, and it started That's what she should have started singing. Oh, now see what he's doing. He's having a flashback. I guess if they'd have had that Carrie Under, was that Carrie Underwood that sang that song, Jesus Take the Wheel? They really needed that lesson. The car was turned over. Okay, now here it comes. Sort of on its top to to one side like that. Here it comes. Fire started up, Uh-oh. and I just like Bruce. And I knew that I had to get uh, BJ out of out of there. Mm-hmm. And what happened then? Well, here it comes. Then I, went over I love to this the line car, delivery. And there were flames like all over the 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 top of the. I'm sorry, I mean the bottom of the car there. And that's where they figured that my uh, <clears throat> excuse me, where my uh, face got burned at that at that time. But, I don't remember. This is not the line delivery. Like, here it comes. All I knew is that I had to get him out of there. But you see, the door of the car was pinned down by the weight of the car. But I, I tried and I tried to pull that that door open. I have to tell you, I was just really frantic. But I just, I just couldn't here do it. Comes. it. Yes, you did, Mom. Tell him. Well, BJ, I don't know. I, d- I don't know exactly how it happened. The fire was spreading, and I do know that it was going to explode real soon. So I thought to myself, I said, if I could raise up the car, I thought then I could open up the door. So I put my hand, you know, under something, and then I, I just, I just tried to lift it. It was the hardest thing I ever did, but I was furious at the thought of BJ dying inside. Then it happened. Here it comes. Somehow, I was lifting up, up the, the car. car. I was. <laughs> Here it is. Lifting, lifting up. The car. It started to move. She should have been Yoda. You will be. You will be. So she just uh, and look and and you gotta know this is killing David right now. I mean that that's obvious. Let's not let's not give obvious statements. Look, I love the surprise on her face. I love the surprise that she's doing that there. Like, look straight up. There's some overacting in this in this series and in this show, but there's also some great facial expressions like that right there. Now, as a child, and the child in me right now is thinking, could you please just get to the the changing into the Hulk? Can he please just change? I want to see the Hulk, but it's not it's not time yet. And now he's ticked off. See, there he goes. So you can't you can't be emotionally unstable, David Banner, and do this stuff. You can't do it. Her name's Elena, by the way. Elena is her name. I forget her last name the lady here that's in love with him and I think he loves her but I think he just refuses to admit it to himself but he gave her his donut y'all that is true love I wanna know what love is it's half of my donut 
10 pound women don't just lift up. This is, um. But if she tapped into it, it's got to be there. But how could she find the strength and I couldn't? You heard her story, my God, that's exactly what happened to me. Except that her son is alive and Laura is dead. And in every other case that we've researched, slam the it's slam the research the down, slam over it, and over and over again, slam it. But what is it going to slam it? Denominator? Yes, I knew he was going to do it. That's a classic Bill Bixby move, slamming something down on the desk like that. Oh, count the slams. That was awesome, by the way. That was awesome. I, it's been so long since I've seen this, but I just knew that was coming because when he gets upset sometimes like that, frustrated, he'll slam something down. Classic Bill Bixby. He was also a director. He worked a lot on the show Blossom, very episode, very special episodes and everything. I warned you when we went into this. I felt you were too close to it because of what happened to Laura. And I've watched it eat away at you for the last 10 months. It's been 10 now months. Now it's starting to affect your work. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh-oh. How can you hope to examine a medical phenomenon with She just called him out. Look at that. Don't interrupt her. She's trying to speak to you. Don't mansplain things to her, sir. But he did have the ring on his finger just then, so we got to keep we got to keep up with that. Now his mother used to tell him getting angry doesn't help. Doesn't help. Mm mm. No. Well, I always liked your mother. Oh, they go way back. Look at them. Oh, they just look at the looks they exchanged. There is so much heat there. Oh my gosh, what is his problem? Why would you? Why would you not? Come on. We'll certainly share a lot of donuts together, and I'll probably get fat. Not a, to you're not going to get fat eating a quarter of a donut. Oh, see, they were so close to kissing just then. And now they're just freaking out this lady by sticking things. Now, who's this guy? Mandelbaum. Mandelbaum. That's a Seinfeld reference. <laughs> Who was that fella? <laughs> he just randomly showed up. As a matter of fact, that's what I was Oh, here's doing. another lady. Earthquake hit. Ooh, an earthquake. I was pinned under one of those steel beams. Then what? Let's see what the common denominator is. Oh, she farted. That's a smell you don't forget. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I really got friends. I'm sorry. I got it. My parents had died that way in Germany. I guess I really got frantic. Oh, this is too serious. I, I started to smell the gas. Sounds like that little boy we talked about on the big honking show with the skunk in his bed. Oh. The beam that was across me. Yeah, you did. And somehow, somehow. tell the story. I bent that steel beam mm. and got out. Amazing. More science stuff. Oh, reflexes. Oh, now was that that was Pat? I'm just gonna call that person there Pat because I did not know what's that. It's Pat. And here's it. He's just ticked off. He's he. That dude came in mad. Oh. People was right behind. Tell us about it. Someone oh, there's that guy. Mandelbaum. 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 It was jammed. It was jammed. I was pounding on it. But you couldn't hear nothing over the fire. Not a thing. And I said to myself, we're going to die. Yeah. And I was so doggone mad that I'd gotten them this far, I couldn't get out. So I started kicking at it. The fire door. Yeah. And then what happened, Mr. Brown? Well, I kicked the sucker down. Hmm. It was a very heavy door, wasn't it? Fireman told me to take a battering ram to get it open. Mandelbaum! Mandelbaum! 
By the grace of God. Oh. And all of a sudden, we were ambushed. Oh. I mean, VC all over now, who's this guy? Buddy of mine go down to the top of the hill. Is this uh, the same friend that had saved? Is this that newscaster that. guy? Yes, sir. And I wasn't about to leave him face down in the mud in that hell hole. That's right. You tell him. So you went after him. We need to respect this guy. Thank you fire. for your service, sir. I don't really remember that part of it. Mm -mm. I just remember I was determined to get Johnny out of there. You That's don't right. Remember being wounded? No, sir. I was kind of busy. And just how many bullets were taken out of you? Seventeen, ma'am. Oh. I um. I spoke with the medevac that blew you out of there. He said what you did was physically impossible. I guess he was wrong. Mm. Oh, you hear the theme? You hear the theme building up? There it is. Hey, we're gonna... Dr. Banner? Oh, yes. there's Jack McGee. I'm Jack McGee. Yeah, you National are. Register. National Register is what he calls me. it. I was uh, hoping I'd be able to get an interview. With Look at those you. sunglasses. No, My mom has sunglasses oh, like those. Look at this. Like this guy is... I mean, like, oh. I believe his name is Jack Culver that played him. Um, total, he played the slime ball angle so well. He kind of looks like a young Willem Dafoe, if you will, um, here. So just, but he's just as slimy and, and no good. And they don't want to have anything to do with him. The old National Register. But I don't give up easily. Yeah! That was a, <laughs> that was a CSI moment. <laughs> but in the... How can you take someone seriously when they've got a when they've got a welding mask for sunglasses? That is amazing. Oh man. The only thing these people had in common was their extreme emotional commitment. Uh oh. Yeah. Oh, the mitochondria. I mean, they are responsible for converting fat and sugar derivatives into I mean, the mitochondria are the powerhouse of the cell, ladies and gentlemen. That is true. Oh, they're going to the electron microscope. Look at there. Is that a mitochondria? That's mitochondria of you. Well, thank you. That's mitochondria of you. <laughs> All right. This experiment not working out great so far, ladies and gentlemen. So a reading from the Marvel Comics Trading Cards Series 1. This is card number 66, The Sandman. Real name, William Baker. He has group affiliation with the Sinister Six and the Fantastic Four. 6'1", 450 pounds. At this time in his history, he fought 573 battles, won 204 times, lost 157 times, tied 212 times, has a win percentage of 36%. His arch enemies are Spider-Man, the Hulk, the Fantastic Four, and his first appearance was in Spider-Man number four. Let's see what we can see. Now look, they're cranking this thing on up. Dude, the whole point here is the man... That's DNA, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. On that TV. Um... Oh, they're finding something. I'm sorry. We'll come back to our reading here momentarily. Uh, okay. 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 Now let's take a look at Mr. Bram's DNA structure. All right, here they go. They're finding some stuff. They they mentioned that they're that that dude that was all wanting to go to the Mayo Clinic that he has cranked everything up, all the machine stuff, and so he's he's added extra power to it. So look at this. They may have found it. Oh, he just slammed down some. <laughs> <laughs> he slammed down some some things. All right, look, here we go. We continue now. His first appearance, Amazing Spider-Man number 4, September of 1963, was Sandman. Caught in a nuclear blast while hiding from the law in an atomic testing range, William Baker underwent an amazing transformation when his body fused with the sand beneath his feet. 
Now as the Sandman, he can change into anything from a from a blinding sandstorm to a crushing concrete slab. David Banner has the same uh, DNA abnormality, and now he's definitely now. This is the stuff that happens. This is what turns someone into a mad scientist. I never found the strength that they did. Maybe because you're a puny little weakling. Uh, no, there's a there's another key. Something external operating. Here we go. They're going to figure it out here as we go through it. Um, in his stone-like form, he can lift up to 85 tons. This is Sandman again. Superheroes know that a battle with Savage Sandman is no day at the beach. Did you know the Sandman's greatest nemesis is water? When wet, his body becomes soggy and impossible to manipulate. That's Marvel Comics Series 1 trading cards number 66. The Sandman. Oh, here we go. Now, see, he just mentioned Sunspot, and that's got, and that's gonna, it's that moment where you walk away and you suddenly have a revelation. Revelation. Ooh. Actually, that's elevation, is what they say. Um. So now. Oh, see the echoes of Elena in his head. Look at there. Look at the peaks. Gamma rays. Dr. Banner. Belted by gamma rays. Turned into the Hulk. And he unglamorous. I'm sure they have. I'm sure they have. Ben, look, can I borrow this for a while? Sure, be my guest. It's just a piece of paper with printing on it. I can do that anytime. Oh, you're going to borrow it, but now you're going to write all over it? Don't spill your coffee on it. I don't think he does spill coffee on it. But it it could happen. That'd be the thing that sets him off. Now notice gamma radiation hide every time. But with you, mm-hmm. What about you, Bruce? Exactly. What about you? What now? Low. I mean the lowest of the low. That's that's what I said. You can't smile. You can't smile. Your wife died. Where's that ring? Is that ring on your finger? That's an old school telephone, ladies and gentlemen. You can't do anything on it but make calls to your friends. Elena's out because you won't take her out. All you give her is a quarter of a donut. Do you think she wants to talk to you? No, she's got a life, David Banner, and you could be a part of it if you would quit obsessing over this stuff. Now go home or go try to find Elena and live a happy life with her. It's not often you get a chance to live a life with someone twice that you love and have a connection with. You've made a breakthrough. Wait till tomorrow. No, you're going into the radiation area. You know what? For a brilliant scientist, you're doing something pretty stupid right now. Oh, hello. Hello, darkness, my old friend. <clears throat> okay. Let's test that. Let's just test some strength here. All right, right now I'm going to try to lift this up. This seems heavy. <sighs> Look, oh, this is so heavy. Okay, there's my baseline. That's my baseline of strength. That's what he's thinking right now, ladies and gentlemen. I explained that because it I never really quite got it as a kid, if I'm being honest right now. Okay, so remember earlier when the guy had the thing turned all the way up? Oh, uh, look, if the thing says danger, you don't do danger. And you're... 300,000? No! No, see that paper? He hasn't... Oh, this is not good. The guy didn't write down. Remember the other tape was a million. You're in so much trouble. 
He's going to give it two minutes to event time. Oh, here we go. And he's going to have a... It, how? What was that? A 15 minute? Maybe it's a two minute. Oh, man. That's my uh, Incredible Hulk theme. Hey, let's play. I think I've got that right here. Let's see if we can play that over this. Look. Yep, here it goes. Oh. But now I'm getting confused as to what's what, so I'm going to stop the sound. All right. Get up under there. Here we go. You ready to ride? He's got a ticket to ride. You know what? Don't strap yourself in, because what if you need to get out? I guess you have to strap yourself in. All right, put your chin right here. I want you to look right in there. You're going to feel a short burst of air. That's what happens when you go to the eye doctor and they test you for glaucoma. They, blow, they put your chin in that thing. Oh, he's strapped in, though. And wouldn't you know it, the good one dies. This is how I. This is the only way I can sleep comfortably at night. You have one minute, sir. One minute. Oh. Oh, okay. Let's see what's on TV. All right. Whoa, whoa, whoa. The TV's over here. How about that camera? Now, listen. That camera shot right there is actually pretty cool for the TV in the 70s. This is something like where they would... Eventually, they'd have those cameras that strap to people and, and go on their face. And, um, and so that actually was a cool shot to follow them around. This is my favorite ride at the fair. All right, gonna aim it right there, right at my head. And why are you laying back? That's what I don't understand. I just want to be comfortable. I want to make sure that all the gamma radiation can fall right onto me. That's what I want to do. Oh, you're so close. You could stop this at any minute, sir, if you'll just stop it. But you won't, will you? You're just gonna sit right there and take it. Because you're a moron. All right, this is the event time. 15 seconds worth of gamma radiation exposure. There's the green dot. It's got to be green because he turns green. Look, there's the 300,000 he thought he was getting of gamma units. But no, look, it's going up because that dude made him go up. There's the danger. Oh, that's a shot that'll be in the, uh, the extra movie. Here's what's going on in his body. You see that? Something's, this is to show us that something's happening in his DNA. Whoa. I think they actually stole that from a Godzilla movie. I don't know. Maybe it was stock footage of DNA. Is that really what DNA looks like? Not if you watch these newer movies. And there you go. 1,900,000 units, I believe. Or 19 million. I don't know. I'm not good with numbers if I don't have time to count the zeros. Very much. Wow. Well, that show wasn't very good. The ride wasn't very much fun either. I wonder what happened. I don't feel any different. I mean, I'm probably going to have cancer because of all this gamma radiation. Alright, put this back here. I feel like you're going way too slow. And now, I remove the chin strap. For my next trick, I will slide underneath the bar. Feel the same. My hands are a little dry. I could use some lotion, but not quite ashy, so I'm okay. Everybody, limbo. You, my enemy. Prepare. Oh, it's the same as it was. I should be flipping you over. Oh, those ashy hands. Oh, I will pick you up if it's the last thing I do. 
I'm so confused right now. This should have worked. I'm mad at this door. I'm walking down the hallway. I'm thinking to myself and remembering things that are said. And I'm just talking to myself and remembering things that have been said. This is how, ugh. And now, wouldn't you know it, it's raining. Thanks, rain. You ruined my night. My night's, Elena's off with some other guy probably. And I can't get these voices out of my head. And the gamma radiation didn't work. And I'm just mad. Slam the door. I hate being wet. Now the engine won't crank up. Come on. Oh, I was, that's what I was about to say. Now I'm driving away in the rain. Look at that lightning. I can't stop thinking about anything. I'm driving in the rain. I'm shifting so hard. I'm grinding it until I find it. That's what I'm doing. Grind them until I find them. That's the gears. Oh no. Ladies and gentlemen. In this episode, we've had three blowouts. This is going to be the third blowout we've had. Oh, man. Is it going to wreck? No, he just has to pull over to the side. Tire is flat. In the rain of all things. Come on. Oh, he's so angry right now. Slam the door. Just, what, what good's that going to do you? Look at there. Man, that tire's a mess. Hit the car. Lightning. Rain. Can't get the keys out. Oh, just everything's bad. This is a good. This is a good lesson for now for everyone right now. Just um, don't be angry. Just keep your temper. Maybe he should have waited for the storm to let up. I mean, what else was he gonna do? He didn't have anywhere to go but home to go to sleep. He could have waited for the storm to to you know, waited for the rain to kind of taper off and then just uh, then went on about his business and got out and changed the car. But no, no. See, he's going to sit there and be mad. Patience, everybody. I think he's going to hurt his hand. Look, he's yelling at the tire. Oh, he's so angry. He's so angry, and I don't blame him. This is just a bad situation. And I'm going to jack up the car here. How does this thing work? I've never used this before. Oh, that's a weird jack. You know, they got those now that you have to roll up. It's nice that they come with a jack, but those things can be hard to deal with sometimes. All right, got to pop the hubcap off. I'm so mad about everything. Now, you want to leave the hubcap there like a plate so you have somewhere to put the... Uh... Oh, no, you hurt your hand. Look, use your body weight to loosen it, sir. Just get it set like you need to go and then, uh, and then stand on it. Don't try... I feel like you're trying to do it wrong. Oh, no. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The first change. All because the tire went flat. Look at those eyes. Listen to that growling. Look at that. Look at that facial makeup there. It's the mid-change stuff. There's that shirt tearing. Hey, stand still while we rip your shirt. Look at those muscles. Good night at the muscles. And now... Not quite. His face hadn't... Oh, look at those. What happened to his ring? That's my question. Oh, yes! Here he is, ladies and gentlemen. Straight from the psyche of David Banner. 
the green Goliath himself, the Incredible Hulk. Hmm. I feel like he should have dented it the first time, if I'm being honest. Oh, wow. Yeah, you're gonna have to have that whole thing replaced. You just strip those. Yeah, every you just stripped everything there, sir. You, that's not the way to change a tire. Oh, what are you gonna do? Oh, now see, that's what you should have done the first time is dent that thing. Now listen, this isn't some cheesy little plastic car of today. This is a full-on metal vehicle, smashing out the glass, beating it. Look at him just beat this thing down with his bare hands. He is mad at that car, and I don't blame him. All right, there we go. This is when it gets awesome. You hear the sound effect they felt like they had to put in there? That's a holdover from stuff like the Million Dollar Man and everything. Like that. And let me tell you something, a staple of old television shows if a car wrecks, it's either going to catch fire or blow up. Now, I got to be honest with you. Here, the uh, the look isn't so bad. The wig and stuff isn't so bad. But there are some moments in this pilot where that wig is rough. And um, and, and we'll, we'll point them out, as you will see. Anyone got some marshmallows? Maybe some weenies to roast? Oh, I'd love a roasted weenie right now. And now he's going to walk away. Did it stop raining? No, it's still raining. What if it just immediately stopped raining? <laughs> and he got mad for nothing. And Hulk realized, oh, Hulk got mad for nothing. They kind of play this in some ways here like a, um, well, a bit like a horror movie. In fact, there's some stuff that seems to take, um, there's moments here and there in, throughout the show that would take direct, uh, inspiration from things like Frankenstein and, and that sort of thing. For this, this moment here with the little girl and all. Um, if you watch the old Universal movie Frankenstein, when Frankenstein meets a little girl and she's throwing flowers in the water and he thinks she's pretty, so like a flower, so he throws her in the water. Um, look at that big old worm. Get on there. Now who, oh. Come on, get on. Now no worms were harmed in the making Come of this movie on. except this one. She, I don't think she's putting it on you gotta jam that hook through him child I'm sorry yeah oh why'd she stick her tongue out what you gonna do lick it oh this isn't good this could be bad hello little girl I'm a big green monster is she gonna hit him yeah she hits him look at that smile look at those look at that brow look at that wig look at how how the brow and the nose thing they've got on him they've got like a whole brow extension and a nose extension thing. Oh no. And here's her dad. And now she's in the water. It's like he's he drank too much coke. Yeah. Yeah, he had too much. Here you go. Help her out. Take that tree down. See, he's not totally stupid. He's going to try to help her out. See, this they do this to show you that the Hulk's not a bad guy. That he is a good guy. 
And, um, and the Hulk was always so misunderstood. So, look, wave. He's waving at her. He doesn't understand. It's not easy being green, everybody. Having to spend your days the colors of the leaves. When people tend to pass you over because you're not standing out like sparkly waters and sparkles on the water or stars in the sky. It's not easy being green. Oh, look at that look. Man, this is... He doesn't know to be scared of that gun, sir. He was born in thunder. I was born in thunder. Hey, for him to have pushed that over, that's a really neatly trimmed log at the bottom. Oh, no. Oh, oh! Got him. That guy looks familiar. Now, in the comics, the Hulk's blood was always green, but I didn't know that at the time, so I was fine with it. I was fine. Oh, man. That's a cool jump he's got. I always wish that I could be as fit and look as good as as the Incredible Hulk, to be honest with you. There she goes. Now she's... Oh, so now you're using it. He's been shot and he's run away. Dude, you are in so much trouble. Look out, Daddy. Oh, no. This is not good. Look at that wig. Look at that wig. Oh, snap. Oh, this is, this is not going to be fun. Oh... Oh, he just pushed him down. I thought he was going to throw him in the water. Yeah, break the gun. That's his good gun. His granddad gave him that gun. Oh, no. Look at that. He comes right at the camera. Ooh, I don't like the way he grabbed him there. Pick him up. Throw him out. There he goes. Into the water. You go save your little girl your own self. You go save your little girl. I hate you all. Oh, no. Now he's going to mess up the camp like some kind of bear. Some kind of green bear. I guess I'm all right. I just saw something that's going to scar me for the rest of my life, but but I'm fine. His arm's hurting him. It's all right. The Hulk has incredible healing abilities. Look at that wig. I know I keep saying look at that wig, but seriously, look at that wig. Oh, man. All right. That was intense. That was so intense that we need. I think he's about to change, but give me a second here. I th Listen, I know I've lost everybody. I'm having fun. I know I've, I feel like I've lost every single body. And uh, if that's the case, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry if I've lost you. The chat asked a great question. Why couldn't that kid swim? <laughs> what were they doing? What was, what was she doing getting in a boat if she couldn't swim? My blood. Now, how are his knuckles bleeding all of a sudden? Oh, that's the shot. Look look at that. Look at the brow. Look at how much they put on his forehead to give him a pronounced Neanderthal-like brow. He scared himself when he looked at it. What do you think you looked like? Oh, that's just water. Hit hit the water. Oh, this is, this is really artistically what they do here. It's pretty cool. I'm feeling my own face. Now I touch the water again. see what they do here watch the change take place there he is but how is he in his coat how is he in his that stuff better be... why are his knuckles bleeding he didn't get shot in the knuckles my god my god man my god touch the water again 
touch the water again. Sounds like some kind of... Look at there. You're back to normal. Except your clothes are probably pretty ripped up. They are. You need to figure out something to do about your clothes. How tired are you right now, Brucey? David. His name's David. I keep calling him Bruce, but he's David. Um, here's a reading. Uh, oh, hello, Elena. Oh, great. Right here in the shower. Yeah. What? That's a what a weird shower. Like like it's that's a shower you'd have at camp or something. Uh, a reading from the Indiana Jones Chronicles, the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles, Pro Set Card Set is number twenty nine. Indy and Vicky visit Helen, Indy's tutor in Oxford. They meet Winston Churchill. Vicky and Churchill get into a heated discussion that results in a glob of trifle being spattered on his head. And the picture is, I guess, his tutor. Um, there's no trifle being splattered anywhere in this particular shot. So that's a uh, young Indiana Jones Chronicle trading card set from Pro Set. Uh oh. I'm okay. Oh, sure you are. Elena, please. I can't go to the hospital. Let's go to the chat. What's the Why chat not? saying right now? It might be that wig was so bad. That's what I kept saying. Just let me figure out what's happened to me, please. Hair dried quickly. Sure did. Knuckles bleeding from all punching all the camp, camping stuff? Maybe. Just right, maybe. He does have kind of a unibrow, but it's a giant unibrow at that. Um, some people that asked, we talked earlier, we'd had a discussion about um, the term pilot for a television series. And I've never really asked why it's called that, but one of the definitions of pilot is serving as a tentative model for future experiment or develop like a pilot project. And it's this meaning that applies to a TV series. The pilot episode is made on its own as a test for whether a show might work. And the executives at a network decide if they're going to pick up the show. In other words, go ahead and order extra episodes. Often the pilot serves as the first episodes, but not always. Sometimes the pilot has to be thrown out, usually due to casting issues, sometimes locations. Uh, Game of Thrones is a recent example of this. Yeah, there are things that will change sometimes from a pilot to... The, the actual series and the Hulk was no different and, and a lot of times things that change is having a whole title sequence go on which is what would happen with this show they have that great opening title sequence so um, they do address the healing issue I think he heals pretty quickly here um, and now he's just kind of explaining to her of course what's going on Elena I am really ticked off that you took my donut and did not even like you should have said Elena you should have looked at me and said no, I don't want your donut, and let me have the whole half. I'd already given that little boy half of the donut, Elena, and you knew it. And I, and here I gave it to you because I want to be with you. I want to be your boyfriend, but you won't let me be your boyfriend because you, I don't know, maybe it's my fault. I'm thirsty. I need a drink. You got any booze? Because that's what I want right now. After the night I've had, i got to have some booze. My car's gone. I turned into a big green monster. Look at my... I got shot. There's... My shirt's all ripped up and I'm still wearing it. You haven't even offered me a new shirt. What are you thinking? Y'all, you got some orange juice? I'll take some orange juice. That's fine. Look at this. Could you just offer me a shirt, please? Now I'm going to hold the cup with two hands to denote how thirsty I really was. I'm going to drink this whole thing. I'm just going to drink out of the jug now. Can I just drink out of the jug? Give me the jug. I really like orange juice. This is the first time... Really? This is the first time you've ever had it? Yes, I was really... It's the first time. I didn't know this existed. How did... 
Where did this come from? The grocery store. There's a grocery store? I... I've never been to a grocery store. And now I'm remembering something. I... Something else about the grocery store. I've never been to Walmart either. What? I... I've just never had a desire to go. Well, of course you don't have a desire to go. No one has a desire to go. I... I remember... Rednecks. CSN for an override. I was in line and it was taking forever. So I looked at the fountain and my eyes were white. What? My eyes. They glazed over from the CSN for an override that never showed up. It's a big honking show joke, Elena. It's a big honking show joke. If you listen to the Big Honkin' Show, you'll know. You'll know what it is. Of course, I'm normal. I'm normal now. Everyone's normal. And this is a reading from the Topps Trading Card Series. Dick Tracy dropping off Tess. Card number 42. Tracy pulls up to Tess's apartment and parks inside. The kid has fallen asleep. Careful not to disturb him. Tracy leaves the vehicle and escorts Tess to her front door. This is continuing on card number 43. Flat Tops Revenge. The picture is a yellow border. And the picture is, uh, well, Dick Tracy holding a gun, <laughs> walking down some steps. Doesn't look like you're dropping off t- tests there, Tracy. I'm just being honest. Uh, looks like you gotta, you're got ready for a gunfight. I want to do a couple of tests on you, Bruce. That's what Elena's saying right now. Do a couple of tests and find out what's going on. Ooh, they're going to the secret lab. I think it might be better if we do this in private so that it can just be us. Because it's isolated. And I like you. I gave you my donut. I gave you my donut. I know you gave me my donut. Your donut. Let me throw some clothes on so we can pick up some things for you. About time. Oh, God. Here's the doorbell. I believe we're about to have Jack McGee come back into play here. I'm going to sneak into the back. Dr. Marks? Hey, Dr. I'm Marks. I'm Jack McGee. We spoke on the phone. Yes, Mr. McGee, and I told you we're not granting any interviews. Well, maybe I could change your mind if you'd let me come in for a minute. And I'm show you my sunglasses. To be quite honest with you, I don't particularly like your newspaper or its reputation. Yeah, well, yeah. Reputation's a very important thing. Oh, uh, I won't bother you since you're, uh... Otherwise involved. Good day, Mr. McGee. Some other time. David, he saw you in the mirror. What kind of car is that? Anybody know? Looks like a... Is that a, is that like an old Porsche? I don't know what that is. Someone tell me what kind of car that is. We're going to the chat now. Here is the Southwest Lab. Classic 70s architecture. Um, just takes me back. Do, 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 do. Look at that carpet. Look at the carpet matching the wallpaper, ladies and gentlemen. Man. I love it. I don't like the color of that carpet, but you throw some hardwood down there and and get the... I would live in a place like that. Fantastic. Glorious. Beautiful. What's the chat say about that car? A crap one? 
Oh, man. I wish we got a Jack McGee series like Coljack with him investigating Bigfoots and aliens. That would have been pretty cool. And that's something we could pitch to the networks today. Sit on that. That's uh, copyright M. Dunn in the chat, ladies and gentlemen. And um, and we'll do it. We're going to make it happen. It's going to be amazing. See what else? Okay, here we go. Back to the back to the show here. Okay, I'm locking you in. All right. I'm locking it too. Wait, no, come in. I brought you some, some orange juice. I know you love it. Uh-oh. It's like the electronic microscope. See, she's explained it now. Ben modified it. Oh, Ben. Have you seen that Ben modified the radiology unit in excess of 300,000? But there was no marking on the tape. Well, he hadn't calibrated it yet. He was going to work on it this morning. He didn't know how high he could get it to go. Well, how high did he get Almost 2 million units. That was 1.9. I was right when I said 1.9 million, not 19 million. That yes, you took a dose that high. Probably. Yeah. You are gamma infested, sir. I think you better lock the hatch. I think you're right. I think you better drink that orange juice and enjoy it. Now this is like a hyperbaric chamber. It's got like super thick glass. They go through all the stuff here about how thick the glass is and about how um, about how it's inescapable and how he refuses to drink again, okay? and how he refuses to drink uh, David? orange juice. Okay, yeah, okay. And now he's thinking about how much gamma is in his system. The yeah. Ad Nine Diamond Lock. I don't think there's anything such thing as an Ad Nine Diamond Lock. I think you're just making up terms for television's sake because you know none of the rest of us will know. Oh, they're going to try to reverse the process immediately. Now, look, he's all of a sudden the expert. I don't know what. There you go. I'm glad you admitted that you don't know what you blundered into. You have to try to make it happen again. No, you don't want to observe it. You can't control it. You can't control this thing. Oh my gosh, the curiosity of science. Don't you know? You're you're messing with forces beyond your comprehension, David Banner. And don't use the Ben Franklin excuse on me. Hey, you can't hear me in here. Can you... Hey, I don't really hear you in here. I'm trying to talk to you, but I don't know if you can hear what I'm saying because I just keep talking. I can't hear you. What are you saying? I wish this windows or something. Why don't you step outside and let's talk? Because you're not changing anyone. I can't hear you. My point is I cannot hear you at all. I'm in here. I'm in this building. And, and they're soundproof pretty much. And I just can't understand a word you're saying. Look at these thick walls. You expect me to be able to hear through this glass? Why are we talking like this? Now get back over there and play Pac-Man on the computer or something. I still can't hear you. But I'm going to go play Pac-Man probably. Alright. I think you said you're going to play Pac-Man. Alright. Let's play Battleship instead. Alright, so what I'm going to do is I'll set the Battleship one side up in here. And you set your side up over there. Okay, that's what you want to do. All right, here we go. Actually, what they're doing is trying to recreate the events of the prior night 
when the Hulk came out. Let me, um, may I offer a suggestion to, um, to everyone? If there's someone who has had an incident like David Banner has had, and he says, hey, let's recreate the events as they happened. Um, make it rain! There's no way I can make it rain! Uh, if he says, let's recreate the events as they happened, then um, what you want to do is say, no, let's not do that because we don't know what this is. Look at the obsession here. Look what he's about to do. He is opening up the water. Oh my gosh. This is not smart. Here it comes. And you know he hates getting wet. He hates getting wet worse than a mogwai. All right, here we go. Look how look at the face he makes when he gets wet. Is it cold? All right, so it's not raining all over you. You just I went back to where it's dry. Smart move. Nothing on the EEG. Oh, I guess he does have it raining all over the place in there. It's raining water. Hallelujah. When did he put that plastic over that board? He didn't. Y'all, there's a continuity error right there. He did not put the plastic over the board. Oh, are you going to make it? Oh, man. He's like, hey, shock me. Shock me. He's wanting her to do lightning. Shock me. You know what would shock you right now? Is if she gave you half her donut, right? Yeah. Oh, he did put the plastic on. Okay, I missed that. It's like King Kong when he talks about the steel chains and how he can't break free. That's true. Thanks, Doc Zen. Doc Zen is checking continuity for me. Doc Zen will not let this show be besmirched. Well done, sir. Now, this is not smart. You don't mess with electricity in the rain. Idiot. I gotta tell you. Again, once again, just like with the whole Gamma thing, to be this brilliant scientist, he sure is a moron. What a fool. Okay. There goes the electricity. That's some great... That is some... That is some great special effects they got going there. You took a little glitch. Nothing abnormal. Nothing abnormal except you're sitting there with electricity and water flashing all around you. That's that's the only thing abnormal about it. And now they faded like that. One hour! He sat in there like this for one whole hour. Why don't you get mad? Look at this. He's about to get mad again. Just a little no, longer. David, the equipment's on the edge of overheating. Now I am shutting down. Oh, he's... What's wrong? Why won't it work? I don't know, but it doesn't. Get angry. Just get angry. Look, why don't you dry yourself off and get some fresh clothes out of the locker, okay? Oh, I thought he was about to get mad. This is not when he gets mad. Oh, he gets mad when he has a dream. Spoiler alert. Did they only do two Hulkouts in the pilot episode? The, there were there were generally in the shows in each TV show there were two Hulkouts. He would do one when um, at the, toward the beginning of the episode, and then one later on in the climax. So, um, you know, I'm just not hungry, and I never liked the way you made sandwiches anyway. <laughs> 
I need to tell you something. I never liked the way you made sandwiches anyway. Hey, I guess this is as good a time as any while they're talking this stuff out to mention uh, one of the newer sponsors we've got on geekoutonline.com. It's uh, iHome Audio. There's a link there to click. You can go and check out some of the products they have. Uh, they have wireless uh, Bluetooth-type headsets. It's some high-end stuff, some of it, and then some other stuff a little bit more affordable. iHome Audio is the place to go. If you look on the right-hand side of the Geek Out Online website, you can, there's a link to get 20% off on all the back-to-school needs, plus free shipping on orders over $30 by using the coupon code BACKTOSCHOOL at iHomeAudio.com. You can shop now just by clicking that link at geekoutonline.com. So as we continue here, I did not pause. I just went right through with it. Touch my hand. What are you, a televangelist? No, I'm laying down. I'm going to sleep. This is a terrible pillow. This bed's not comfortable. Turn the lights out. Now let me look at you. I'm just going to sit here and stare. No, I'm not. I'm looking away. I love you so much. You gave me your donut. Ooh, ooh. Nobody knows it. Nobody knows it. But when I was down, I gave you my donut. Ooh, ooh. Just can't get over that whole giving of the donut thing. I mean, you already gave that little boy half, and then you're going to give her a quarter of a donut? Send out for more donuts. You work in a lab for crying out loud. Hey, what's in here? I wonder what's in here. Let's see what's going on. Why is there just... Did you make that coffee in there? Is that coffee that you're drinking over there? And did you make it yourself, or was it just randomly there? Because if it's just coffee that's randomly located in the isolated Southwest Laboratory, I don't know that I'd want to be drinking it. Oh, look there. Look at those needles going. I don't think that's a good thing. But she's got it under control. She's watching it. How do you like this shirt? I bought it just the other day. Oh, you're still asleep. I like watching you sleep. Oh, no. See? Now he's dreaming of Laura. Yo, I think that ring is just gone. He's dreaming. Who are you talking to? Don't talk to yourself, lady. You're better than that. You're better than that, Elena. We all know he's dreaming. You don't have to tell us. We're watching. We can see inside his head. You can't. Can you? Go look at the EEG again. Not to be confused with an EGG, which is an egg. Eeg, not egg. See, it's the, the readings are different. Oh, I will talk in this tape recorder now. Sometimes I like what to just sing when I'm holding a tape recorder like this. Now I will do a piece by Dolly Parton that will later be covered by Whitney Houston. I hope life treats you kind and I hope you have all you dream of and I wish you joy and happiness but above all this I wish you love and donuts and I, I will always love you. I, and she's over there singing while he's turning into the Hulk. We'll always love you. We'll always love you. 
Oh, God. The agitation is reaching an extreme level. Oh, you think? You think so? Oh, he's dead. He's dead, Jim. Now there seems to be some uh, malfunction in the EEG. No, he's dead. Dr. Banner himself has... Oh, it's a green hand! Oh, my God, this is a horror movie! This is terrible! How did that glass all turn yellow all of a sudden? And look, how did that one piece get up there on the ledge? That's for later, by the way. Oh, no. David? David, is that you? A startling metamorphosis has occurred. Dr. Banner is no longer in the pressure chamber. He has metamorphosized into some extraordinary creature. A Hulk, maybe. Oh, my gosh. He's just smashed the control console. Now he's, he's smashed. He's moving toward the electrical Smash is a, is a term that is closely associated with the Hulk. There's that, there's that sound effect again. So you got steam and water now. We call that a double axe handle blow, lady. That's a wrestling term. So says you. There's that. Oh, he broke the hatch off. He's not getting out of there. Oh, yes, he can. Oh, he's the Hulk. Oh, my gosh. It reached out. I don't I don't think it was consciously after me. It was just trying to escape. Its arms are huge. Yeah. A greenish tinge. He's pure green, lady. Considerably larger. I'm really enjoying this more than I should. Here he comes. You know, if you go and let him out, he'd probably be nice to you. No, it can't hold him. Oh, oh! He's got to be careful. He can cut himself on that. There goes more. Oh no! The Hulk did have that. Uh, he did have a, a, in early times, he had a weakness to gas. Like, they could gas the Hulk and be done with him. Later on in the comics, though, he got over that. By, by blind rage to escape, that's right. Oh, he's going to come out the bottom now. Dun, 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 dun. Now, these, look, these shots would be used in, these are, like, iconic shots of this hyperbaric chamber and everything. He would be used to actually, um... To uh, actually come on the TV show during the during the opening credit sequence would would have those on there. So that one right there, that that right there is one that was used a lot. Right, that the shot where it's close up on the corner, just bolt bending away, would be used. So good stuff. Here he comes. Now the actual Incredible Hulk in the comics would have immediately busted out with no problem. Now growl and flex. Look at that wig. Oh my gosh, what a fright wig. It's an amazing fright wig. Grrr, just keep doing it. That's what he does. He just growls and flex. Be careful on the glass. Be careful on the glass, sir. Watch the glass. 
Talk him down. That's right, Elena. Talk him down. I have orange juice for you. I don't like orange juice. I'm going to Walmart. I'm dressed appropriately. You don't understand. I put on my Walmart clothes. Ripped pants, no shirt. Crazy fright wig. Look at how I do my mouth. Can you understand me? Can, can you speak? No, he can't speak. What do you mean, speak? You're going to make him mad if you keep asking him to talk. Are you hurt? You okay? Let me see your hands. Mm. Oh, he burned him's hands on the steam, remember? You recall. Oh, he's gone. See, the Hulk can have friends. Look at those hands. Look at those muscles. I mean, like, it is ridiculous. Those muscles are ridiculous. He busted his hand open again on that glass. And the steam and everything. Bandage him up, lady. Show him that you want to help. Give him something to eat. I bet he'd like some orange juice. Oh, you're going to ruin that couch. Oh. Look at those arms, everybody. Look at, I mean, just look at that one vein running down that arm. It's amazing. Look at that wig. <laughs> look at those eyebrows. Look at that whole forehead apparatus they got going there. That wig is ridiculous. That whole upper head thing he's got going on. And, of course, they do the green tinge as he's turning back. There's still a wig there, ladies and gentlemen. That's still a wig on top of his head there. And... Almost. Almost. Maybe it wasn't a wig. Yeah, sure it was. I don't know. I guess not. Look at that weird hair. Maybe he just had some boofy hair going on. He does have boofy hair going on. There was a little bit of wig going on there, though, too, I think. He has ruined the whole place. This is not good. Oh. Can I get some of that orange juice? I really need it right now. Look at that building. I love listening to them talk to each other. I mean, I was sleeping. You were dreaming. Checking the chat. The REM indicator? I watched you. You were tossing, turning, frowning. I don't remember. Try, try. It might help us to understand. Like a Hulk in a china shop. The Hulk can have friends, but he can't have nice things. <laughs> Hulk's a big baby. Yes. That's true. No worries about the millions of dollars of damage done. I don't know if it's... Maybe it's hundreds of thousands. Of course, this is the 70s. There is the old energy shortage going on. This whole origin is condensed in a few minutes over the credits in the last movie. That's right. That is exactly right, M. Dunn. In the Incredible Hulk movie, they actually use some of the same imagery and everything uh, for fans like me, and condense this whole origin right into the uh, right into the opening credits, which I thought was genius. I mean, we we I feel like they didn't need to spend a lot of time on an origin. I liked kind of picking up with Banner on the run in the Incredible Hulk. That's a great movie. I love that movie so much. There's actually a I believe there's a commentary for the Incredible Hulk over at the Patreon for uh, supporters there that I did. So I think I got through the Incredible Hulk. Um, <clears throat> now they're getting what they're doing here now is getting the anger 
uh, connection going here. Uh, a reading from the Topps Batman Series 1 trading card set. This is card number 56. Funny meeting you here. It's a bloody free-for-all at City Hall. Somebody screams. The reporters scatter and the street moms fire machine guns in the air. Vicky, still on Bruce Wayne's trail, dives behind a parked car. She turns around to see Bruce rooted to the ground, watching the sudden explosion of violence transfixed. Bruce, get down, Vicky shouts. He completely ignores her and begins to walk, slowly at first, then faster, directly toward the Joker. Con con continued on card number 57, City Hall Massacre. Uh, they're just staring at each other there on the streets. It's a shot of Michael Keaton as Bruce Wayne and Vicki Vale, uh, the lady playing her. I can't think of her name. Uh, Kim Bassinger, uh, just kind of staring at each other there on the streets of Gotham City Hall. That's card number 56 in the Topps Trading Card Series, uh, Batman Series 1 trading cards from 1989. We should watch Batman sometime. He's so mad. Look at him. Look at him. Just... I don't even know what it does. There's that Bill Bixby over I might have killed you. No, David. Maybe that's why I was wounded. Maybe I tried to kill somebody last night. Maybe I did kill somebody. Listen to me, David. David Banner is not a killer. We're not talking about David Banner. Yes, we are. No, it's the same thing as if someone is under hypnosis. Unless they are a potential killer, you cannot hypnotize them and make them kill. Now, this, this creature is an outgrowth of David Banner. It's his, it's his primitive emotion. Okay, while they're talking about David Banner like he's not standing there, um, M. Dunn says, I love the 2008 movie, but everyone else seems to hate it. I think that the 2008 movie suffers from the Ang Lee movie that came before it. I think when people actually watch it, they, they end up really enjoying it a whole lot. And, and that's, that's my experience. I absolutely loved it. In fact, I remember just thinking when I saw that, finally, I'm like, oh, thank God I can stop defending Ang Lee's Hulk. Ang Lee's Hulk has some good stuff to it, but it's just, a, it's a hard watch. It really is. Um, I, I, I am a glutton for punishment when it comes to Hulk, though, so uh, I've been wanting to pick that up on Blu-ray. I just hadn't bit the bullet. I, it's real cheap on, on Blu-ray, but I just hadn't, uh, hadn't, hadn't. Dr. Banner, this is Scotty. Are you up there? I, what is it, Scotty? Some policemen are here at the main gate. They'd like to see you right away. I'm looking at, uh, captions right now ladies and gentlemen so I'm imagining it's Scotty from Star Trek Dr. Banner I just can't do it Captain I don't have the power Scotty beam me up please Scotty oh my gosh I wonder if Bill Bixby and William Shatner ever acted together that would have been glorious that would have been amazing 55 equals lives and fuel look at that bumper sticker I gotta listen to this guy Dr. Banner, at noon today, we found an automobile registered to you overturned on the north side of Crossway Road. Now, apparently the car crashed and burned. Do you know anything about this? No. Um, um, my, my, my car was missing this morning, but, uh, uh was anybody hurt? Well, not as far as we know. Did you report it missing? No. Uh, um, you see, I, I thought a friend had taken it. He has a key. Yeah, a friend, uh... Wouldn't take a shoe about this size, would he? Oh, look at that. What's that? Now, that's a plaster cast of a footprint they found near the car. I don't think Lou Frigno's feet there are that big, if I'm being honest. We have no authoritative proof that those footprints are real, and we do not want to start a panic around here. Oh, it's real, all right. No, it's real. Like it, it's dang real. 
Oh, it's real, all right. Take it from me. You should put your big sunglasses on, Mr. McGee. I don't know. Okay, Banner. I like the cut of your jib. We'll be friends. Okay, great. That's fine. I'll be your friend. Thank you. All right, Banner. See you around. Y'all, her shirt, the more I look at it, it makes me kind of... Is that a lighter blue or is it kind of sheer that you can see through it except for where those pockets are? Is that a sheer shirt or is it well-placed pockets or is it a lighter material? Someone help me out with Elena's shirt. What's going on with it? Could someone explain that to me? Please, see-through, definitely see-through. It makes me... It makes me uncomfortable. How is how great would it have been if the cops were chips? <laughs> oh man. Y'all also let me tell you what's about to happen. We're about to get the iconic, the most iconic line in Incredible Hulk history. As uh Dak McGee tells him about um about the Hulk and lets him know that no one was hurt, the little girl and the hunter weren't hurt. But um, he's talking to him about the big green monster. Was found near he just car. called it the Hulk. He called it that Hulk. No, I don't. Well, listen. Since, since we're all together, why don't we go inside and talk it over? No. Uh, Mr. McGee, have you been inoculated for tubercular bacilli? Come again? Well, you see, we have a live germ culture incubating inside. I mean, you're perfectly welcome to come in. It's just that you probably wouldn't walk out again. Okay, we take a rain check on that one. But, uh, Doctor, any time you uh, feel an interview coming on, you you get in touch, will you? Look at him. He's, he's trying to put the moves on her with her see-through shirt. At least we know where the bullet wound came from. Right, and we have further... Oh, I thought, I'm sorry, I thought that was where he was about to have the conversation with... With Doctor McGee, now she's all like, "You won't kill David." We do get one final Hulk out in this in this episode, and um, I, I'd forgotten about it. So we get three in the pilot. It's usually two per every other episode. Um, all right, so let's talk about other '70s era TV that could make the Dukes of Hazard crossing over with the Hulk. Now, friends, we got ourselves a sticky situation here. Like he pauses right as he gets up and, and oh my gosh, he goes to the boar's nest. Like he ends up in Hazard County on his journey and he's at the boar's nest and some people start roughing him up and he turn, he gets thrown over the bar like he used to do. He gets turned into the Hulk and, and he messes up the bar and old J.D. Hogg is upset, but he sees an opportunity to make money off this big green monster and uh, the Duke boys are just trying to protect David. So um, that's... Uh, that's what happens. They they try to protect David, and um, and the Hulk comes to Hazard County. That would be the name of the episode. The Hulk comes to Hazard County. Uh, let's see. What are some other shows that were on around this time that could be? Um, what story does he? Th- what story does Jack McGee think he's going to get? He thinks that Jack McGee right now thinks that they are somehow connected to this Hulk, to this creature, and he's wanting to prove it. Um, so that's where that's where he that's where he comes in on this thing and um and that's that's where we're at with him hazard did used to air after hulk back in the day the charlie's angels are sent hi angels hi bosley er, no hi charlie and bosley you actually saw on tv 
Um, angels, we have a problem. There's a man walking around who turns into a big green monster. We'll get him, Charlie. Yeah, I can see it. But then they realize he's actually helping people. And so Charlie... Oh, no. Charlie gets hired by Jack McGee to hire the Charlie's Angels to go find out what they can. But in their investigation into it, they find out that he's okay. So they lead Jack McGee down the other road. And at the end, they sit around and talk to Charlie on the thing. And everything's okay. What are some other shows that were on around this time? Hee Haw? Oh, Mork, BJ and the Bear. Yeah, he could get a ride. He could get a ride from BJ and the Bear. That's true. Mork versus Hulk. Shazbat. I wish they'd done a 70s Avengers movie with Hulk, Doctor Strange, and Spider-Man and Captain America. I've not watched that Doctor Strange pilot. I have watched the Spider-Man pilot recently, but not the uh, not the Captain America. So let's give him some more gamma. Actually, I think they're trying to reverse it. And here's Jack McGee walking around, snooping around. They just told you there was a deadly virus and you're going to take that chance this is a man who wants the story but he recognizes no virus could have done this so we're checking out no change nope i think they were trying to counteract the gamma with x-rays yeah it's x-ray treatment see i missed because i was checking the chat while we're doing this checking the chat hulk versus hulk hogan Actually, they had to cut a deal with Marvel because they would call him the Incredible Hulk Hogan. So, now Doc keeps assuming this is a multi-billion dollar lab. I always assumed it was more like a, I don't know, college campus or something. This is also back in the 70s when they didn't need security. And let's be honest, they didn't, this is not a place where they would necessarily work on anything dangerous, it doesn't seem like. It's more about just data collection than anything. I mean, they're, they're, they're doing sunspot work and they're interviewing people who've made people turn things over. I mean, it's almost like a hospital more than anything they got going on. Jack McGee is checking it out. Man, I wish it. Look at this. This comes right, right here, right out of the, this is the opening credits shot right here as he finds that and looks at it. Realizes it's a big old thick piece of glass that something has busted through. And now, see, because all that glass was shattered, he can see the footprint in the glass. Why am I telling? This is what my dad used to do this. He'd be like, look at there. See what he's doing right there? While he's investigating and going to hide in the danger room, uh, let's do this. Let's see if I can find. Oh, wow. There are only puzzle pieces on this thing. This is a reading from a Tron card. I think the Donners put these out or Disney. There's no reading. Um,. I should have got some of those things. D-Res Carrier approaching MCP. Yeah, that's a behind-the-scenes thing there. Wow. So never mind. No reading from a Tron card. There's all puzzle pieces on the back. Sorry. Any more EEG paper? Oh, no. Here we go. He's going to the storage. Authorized personnel only. Oh, gosh. A bottle of something just fell. This ain't good. Look at that. Anytime you see smoke coming off of something, it's not a good idea. She changed shirts. That other, that see-through number was getting a little too cold, so she had to put a sweater on. It's about time you got modest. You're tired of all those guys ogling you. You've only got eyes for David, don't you, Elena? I know your tricks. You understand what a big deal it was that he gave you his donut.
This is classic 70s, 80s television where you know something's going wrong in the closet. You know something's going bad. And, uh, and, and it just keeps cutting back to remind you, this is not good. This is not good. Electron mic. Okay. You know what? Fair. Electron microscopes in the 70s. But that dude had amped up the stuff. He, he had worked on it to make him go. They were just, they were normal microscopes that you could say were electronic microscopes, not electron microscopes. And this dude amped them up, amped up their magnification to make them electron microscopes. That's the whole thing, you see, that it's not, so it's not a government lab. And they make sure to say electronic, not electron, which I think is smart. So the chamber is tens of thousands of dollars. I'll give you that. I'm not saying the, the, the equipment's not expensive. I'm just saying I don't think this is a government lab or anything. Oh, look at, look at how much smoke is coming out from that acid. Did I just miss the Mr. McGee don't make me angry? I sure did, y'all. I was looking at the chat, and I missed Mr. McGee don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. And Elena has died. Elena just got blown up. This is not good. They like the bongos back here in the late 70s, didn't they? Listen to them hit them. Listen to his voice change. I think his voice changes here in a minute. There it is. So that little bottle of acid caused all that. I wonder what it connected to to blow up that way. Could have been anything. Could have just been some straight aluminum. You know, aluminum, aluminum is very reactive metal and can be very volatile. Pure aluminum. Aluminium, as it were. Well, you're only making things worse there, Hulky. I guess you had to make, a, make room for you to get in, though. So that makes sense, I guess. Here he goes. Classic Incredible Hulk jumping down off of something pretty high. Now, he hadn't done the thing where he pulls the shirt off. He hadn't done that in this episode. You know, he's got that thing he does where he, like, just pull, takes a shirt and pulls it off. He ended up shirtless in the in the chamber, I believe, but, um... Or did he? I don't remember now at this point. I believe this is a shot right here coming up from the pilot. Right there. The shot from the pilot. In future shows, he would grab that shirt that's dangling over and just take it and pick it up off his shoulder a little bit and throw it down. It's awesome. I mean, to be fair, the Hulk doesn't really do much in this episode, in this pilot episode, except turn to the Hulk. He flips over the car. He tears up that hyperbaric chamber, um, and he saves Elena here. But he doesn't really do anything like, well, I guess he threw that old man, that, that girl's dad. He chunked her, and he took that tree down. But, you know... Well, he bent that tire iron. Never mind. The Hulk's amazing. He did awesome stuff. And now Jack McGee has seen the Hulk. He sees the Hulk here. I also really remember as a child the Hulk carrying a lot of people like he's carrying her right now. And Banner's dead. 
There it goes. That's a shot from the from the intro as well. Him running back to the car. Now see, Jack McGee is now convinced that Bruce Banner is dead, which is a good thing. Because now David Bruce Banner is going to have to convince everyone else that he's dead. Okay. He always, I don't like the, what Lou Frigno did with his mouth this whole time where he's just like, or out like that, or lips are out. Oh, tragedy. Here we go once again. More tragedy. When Elena dies, because the lab blew up, it's a tragedy. Mm. Now listen, this is important. Listen to what she tells him. Now they've got a green light shining on them there. You can tell because her hand turns green. Who will take care of you now? Oh, she was going to take care of him. In her see-through shirts. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. What are you dying of, lady? I guess internal injuries. This is important. But I want you to know something. Why did they feel like he had to shine a green light on him? Dear David. I have loved you for such a very long time. Mm-hmm. We all knew it. And he loved you. And I always will. Always? You're about to die. There she goes. And I always will. Yep. And now she's going to disappear like Yoda. Wait, that's not true. Look. Now, i got to be honest with you. This is some good acting kind of by Luke Rigno. He's kind of... He's playing the confused, the upset role. I mean, not bad. The facial expression is good, but man, look at that wig. And look at that brow, that forehead brow they got. This is really a tragedy. Tragedy! Not a bad song by the Bee Gees, by the way. So I don't know if they kick in the Lonely Man theme yet or not here. A little bit, but not... But notice they're they're playing it on that other what instrument's that? Someone with instruments. Someone who's good at instruments. What instrument are they playing right there? I believe that's a clarinet. I'm gonna I'm gonna guess clarinet. And now he walks away. And see now that now it's assumed that the Hulk murders her, you see. That's how that's we are now off to the races. Oh. The Lord bless thee and keep thee. Yes. The Lord make his face to shine now why is he buried next to her and not his wife by the way how the about Lord that up his upon or he's not there's nothing buried but why is his memorial marker next to her Amen. and not his wife that has passed away now also they don't really show any of Bruce's family here obviously this is Elena's funeral but um, Bruce has a sister and will actually later on the series meet his family
Is it really necessary to print that? Oh man. Incredible Hulk kills two. Uh, truth. It's what happened. And it sells newspapers. Look, doctor. I saw what that creature did to a steel chamber. And I heard your friends talking. They were scared to death it was coming back. You actually saw the thing? You're damn right I did. Nope, oh, sorry. I gave a description to all the law enforcement agencies. They got a, a warrant for murder out on it. Now, a thing that looks like that Hulk is not going to stay hidden long. When they grab it, that is going to be one of the great stories of the 20th century. Yeah. Or the 21st, even. Isn't it funny how far the 21st century seemed away back in the day? Wow. All right, now here comes the really sad part. Everyone's gone. There he is. I once. I once bought a. Uh, I don't know if this is the leather bag or not, but I had. A, but I bought a leather duffel bag of that kind of the same color that he has, just because I call it my Incredible Hulk bag, just because I wanted to be like the Incredible Hulk. I wonder, well, I mean, and look, and I was a grown man doing that, by the way, so let's not act like I was a child. Standing at your own grave, how must that feel? Here's a shot from the pilot. This is how the, this is how the TV show ends right there with that inhale that he gives, and it cuts in half, and the Hulk's on the other side. Again, why are you not buried next to your wife, or why, are you, why is your headstone not near your wife? I feel like that's wrong. All right, here we go. Listen to what he says to Elena. I'm sorry, they're just going to play music for a minute. Here it is. Oh. I love you, Elena. I think you love me, too. Although you never said it. Oh, he didn't remember. He just has a feeling. Here it comes. Hmm. walking off into the into the great unknown that's the incredible hulk ladies and gentlemen the pilot episode of the incredible hulk and uh though they made some changes to his name um uh they it was uh it was it was a pretty good pilot a lot of talking and a little bit of action there um bad wigs bad makeup but here's what would happen in the incredible hulks in the run of that tv show um he would go on to uh actually um do some really cool stuff um the 
the there was an episode called The First where he fought a bad Hulk, basically, a guy who wanted to turn himself into a Hulk, and they end up having a fight. It's a really good, it's a two-parter. It's called The First. Uh, my favorite, Prometheus, because it's the one that sticks out to me from a, as, as a child where they think he's an alien, and, um, and, and the government takes him. Uh, there were other just seminal episodes where he fights a child abuser. Um, he, he lands a plane at one point. There's the forest fire episode where uh, Banner's face is actually wrapped up in bandages and he's trying to help uh, Jack McGee get out of the, the forest that is catching fire all the way around them. Um, it is, uh, it, it, it just, there, it was an episodic show. It wasn't really serialized, but it was so good. And there were moments, then there's marriage. There was the two part, I believe it was the season one finale where he actually, um, where he actually uh, married, oh, he met and married someone, and um, she had a had a she was suffering from a terminal condition, and actually dies in a hurricane. Um, it's just it's fraught with tragedy. As I said, he'd go back and see his family. He'd meet with his sister at some point. I think they did actually two episodes where he met up with his sister. But it wasn't as I said, it wasn't serialized like the TV we know today. It was very episodic in nature. But man, I love this show. And, and I had fun watching it with everyone. I hope that you enjoyed listening. Um, if you didn't, uh, well, you know, look, we're still trying to find our way around here. But I love doing stuff like this. I love, especially for those of us who are live at Mixer.com slash Goldiverse, love getting together, watching some old old school stuff together. So it's it's fun stuff uh, to do. And, um, and I hope that you've enjoyed it along with us. The Incredible Hulk, one of the greatest television shows ever created by man before we go uh, i want to tell you about a couple of things um there's a podcast called the outtake players this is from friend of the show ben foster uh it's a comedy special podcast just a couple of episodes and it really is um it's it's kind of a spoof on star wars podcasting and the premise is that not only is this the worst star wars podcast ever the collection of outtakes has just been uncovered and it's terrible um, they get people's names wrong. They they say wrong. They just give blatantly wrong facts. There's a few funny bits in there. Check it out uh, if you like. Um, if you've ever listened to the Super Ego podcast, it's kind of in that vein of of podcasting where it's just little short clips of different scenarios going on. It's just a few episodes long. You can find them on uh, Apple Podcast and and that sort of thing over at iTunes. Um, check them out. It's the Outtake Players is the name of it two t's and outtake and uh and i know they'll appreciate you uh giving them a listen and let them know you heard about them on the geek out loud these are friends of the goliverse that is for sure uh another thing i'd like to ask um we're right now at geek out loud at 254 reviews i'd love to get to 275 uh rather quickly if you've never gone to itunes and left a review or rating for geek out loud please do so uh there, we we've got more ratings than reviews but i would love for some reviews to actually get posted uh we've had a few posted recently some not so positive by the way um but uh but i'd like to get to the 275 so you know 21 reviews between now and uh, i don't know the end of the month the end of august would be fantastic this really does help us uh be visible to other listeners as they're perusing the TV and film category and iTunes and that sort of thing. It's because of the number of reviews we have. That's one of the reasons is because of the number of reviews we have that we stay pretty high in the what's hot 
section of uh, the TV and film podcast area on iTunes. So if you're if you're so inclined or wherever you listen to podcasts and you're able to give a review, I'd really appreciate if you'd go over and review us. It, it would mean the world to me. Uh, right now we're one, two, three. So that's three, six, nine, ten. So we're right now thirty number thirty one on the uh, what's hot uh, section of uh, of podcast in the TV and film category on iTunes, and that's pretty cool, guys. So thank you so much for being a part of that and helping us out and helping us stay there by reviewing us, by downloading the shows, and by telling people about us. You really help us kind of maintain a place uh, a place where we have no business being in the pantheon of podcasting and i and i greatly greatly appreciate you uh doing that for us well that is going to wrap us up here on geek out loud don't forget the amazon links entertainment earth links and think geek links you'll find at and fandango links that you'll find at geekoutonline.com and geekoutpodcast.com iHome audio there's a link there right now at geekoutonline.com you can use and they've got a back to school special going on right now check them out and see if it's anything you're interested in uh, it's it's some it's some good Bluetooth type speakers and headphones and equipment and that sort of thing, and um, and help the shows out. Uh, just give them some traffic through those links if nothing else. But if but we don't really get a lot until you buy some stuff. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Entertainment Earth right now actually has some much sought after Star Wars figures for you Star Wars collectors out there. If you go to geekoutonline.com, uh, you'll see an article or a blog post that says Entertainment Earth coming through for Star Wars collectors. And in, within that, the body of that blog are uh, links to Finn Rao and to the two-pack uh, Sto- Shore Trooper and Viston action figures that Entertainment Earth has uh, in stock or, or for pre-order now. They definitely have had them there. They, they were limited, and uh, but it's a great way to get some much sought-after figures if you've missed those. These are figures that are going for ungodly amounts uh, from the scalpers on eBay and that sort of thing. So, collectors, help yourself out there. Um, also, uh, patreon.com slash geekoutloud is where you go to support the shows directly, and we appreciate all of our Patreon supporters. Check out the Goliverse Wall of Fame to see who some of those people are and get to know your fellow guardians of the Goliverse. If you want to join up with the guardians of the Goliverse, there's a Facebook group you can get to by going to geekoutonline.com slash group and we're having a good time there in the guardians of the goliverse uh facebook group geek out loud is the twitter at geek out loud you can follow the entire goliverse by going to at goliverse our email is geek out online at gmail.com geek out online at gmail.com thank you so much for being the greatest podcast listening audience in the universe you guys really are the best and i appreciate every single one of you so much more than words can say Especially, there have been so many of you who've sent in some kind words and um, and some encouragement, and I and I really do appreciate that uh, so so very much. Well, until next time, and there will be a next time, God willing. I'm Steve, and this has been Geek Out Loud. We'll see you on the next one. <laughs>